the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm so glad you chose to uh, join us tonight for our broadcast. This is an amazing day. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice in it. We will rejoice in this day. And whether you're just ending your Saturday or beginning your Sunday worships, hey, I'm just so happy that you could be with us. We are a live program here in studio, and we will be taking your calls. But before we do anything, we want to pray. We want to just seek the Lord. So would you just take a moment, wherever you're at, and help us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you and we praise you, Father. We thank you for this day. This is the day that you have made. And we rejoice in it, Lord, because you are at the center of it all. Lord, and I pray that you would be at the center of this program, that your spirit would just flow through these radio airwaves, Lord, and that you would touch each and every listener. Yes, Lord, I pray a blessing upon each and every listener tonight, Lord, whether they tuned in intentionally or were going through the the radio stations and just heard this radio program. Lord, I believe in divine appointments. I believe that you have a purpose for tonight's broadcast. And I know, Lord, that there is blessing in your presence. So that's what we pray for, to be in your presence, that there would be an experience tonight, a touch from the Holy Spirit for every listener, Lord. So Holy Spirit, take over, lead us and guide us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. We'll be on the air for the next hour, taking your calls, praying for your prayer request, seeking the Lord for your questions, you know, just searching the Bible for the answer to your questions. So whatever's going on in your life right now, you know, God is able to make a change. God is able to heal that sickness, to to, to relieve that pain, to to comfort your hurt, to, to break the chains of addiction. Whatever's going on in your life tonight, whatever need there is, Let's pray to the God who does abundantly, exceedingly, beyond where we ask. You know, I always quote that. I always quote that scripture, and I just want to read it to you. It's in Ephesians three twenty. Ephesians three twenty says, "Now to Him, 
who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever amen let me read it again now to him talking about the Lord talking about the Father talking about God to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think man this is this is amazing this is beyond comprehension the god of the universe who created everything who created everything you can feel or touch or see god created us all that's the god who does far more abundantly beyond all that we can ask or think. So beyond what you can ask him, beyond what you even can think about, God can do far more than that. That's the God that you pray to. That's the God we seek tonight on the radio for your concerns, for your desires. So whatever is going on, whatever is going on in your life, know that God can take care of it. God has it under control. God is able to do abundantly, exceedingly, far beyond what we ask or think. So call in tonight, and let's seek that God together. Let's seek him for his purpose and his plan in your life. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. If you need prayer, if there's somebody you want to pray for tonight, if there's something in your life you want to pray about tonight, if there's illness, if there's sickness, if there's addiction. You know, we've seen God break the chains of addiction. We've seen it. We've experienced it. We know what God can do. We've seen God heal from cancer, from heart attacks, from strokes. Whatever's going on, whatever problem there is, we know that God is the God who does abundantly far beyond what we ask or think. So call in tonight. The number is eight. 8- Eight eight nine nine five 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 two for the live on your calls. That's eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for the live on your calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. How about your questions? If you have a question about the Bible, a question about Christianity, then. We want the opportunity to search the scriptures, to relate scripture to you that will help answer the questions that you have about the Bible. So whatever question you have about Christianity, about the Bible, about religions, world religions, whatever it is, doctrine, theology, whatever's on your mind tonight, we want to search the scriptures to get the answer to your question. You know, um, we're going to be starting, uh, praying about starting a apologetics lecture series next month. Well, actually, maybe it's a. I'm hoping to start it in August, and that's all about answering questions. Apologetics is about defending your faith. You know, it's easy to to know what you believe. We all know what we believe. We believe in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We believe that salvation comes through Jesus Christ. But why do you believe it? 
Why do you believe it? Where's the evidence? Where's the, the, the substantiation for your faith? What is your faith based on? Is it based on evidence? Is it based on scripture? Or is it just based by uh, what you feel, what you think? Well, we need to know the answer to questions. We need to know why we believe what we believe. And that's what apologetics is all about, defending the faith. So uh, keep listening to the program. We're going to be announcing that hopefully very soon. So if you have a question about the Bible, a question about Christianity, a question about the cults, the occult world religion, whatever's on your mind tonight, call in. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-the-air calls for your prayer requests and your questions, your testimonies, your praise reports. We want to hear from you. Again, the number is 888-995-5552. Here's a question. What are you doing about church today? You know, today is the Lord's Day. Today is Sunday. This is the beginning of the Lord's Day. And I'm so glad you start, you're starting your day with us here at the Gypsy Christian Hour. But we need to be in church. You know, we really do need to get back to church. It's been 15 months now since the, since the shutdown, uh, since they closed a lot of the churches. You know, a lot of churches stayed open, and I'm, I'm thankful for that. I'm, I praise God for every church that continued to have service. But a lot of churches shut down. And as the churches are opening up, we need to get back to church. We need to, to get back into the house of the Lord. So I want to encourage you to be in church, whether your church is open or not, you know some some churches are are streaming, still streaming on on uh, on the internet, but a lot of churches are having in person services, and if you're comfortable, I encourage you to be in church. Uh, I know that uh, uh, today I don't know if you know, but today was the Kingdom Men's Gathering with Frank Sontag. And we had the uh, the privilege, the opportunity to be a part of that. We were there. <coughs> Excuse me. And it was an amazing time. And it was just so blessed. You could feel the Spirit of God moving in that place. Pastor Mark Little spoke, and he just was, you could just feel the Spirit moving in that sermon, in that teaching. He was teaching men today about what it means to be men, what it means to be fathers, talking about uh, the, the, the father uh, role that we have. We have a mission on earth. Men have a mission on earth to, to, to be the father to their children, to be a father to their grandchildren, to just what it means to, to, to be a father. And it was just amazing. And we really felt the Holy Spirit move. And the reason I bring it up is because Daryl Strawberry was also a, uh, a speaker today. And if you weren't able to be there uh, at the men's gathering and if you were there i hope you'll call in tonight and just give a a a, a testimony of what you thought what you felt how it was today i'd love to hear your comments on the kingdom men's gathering today with frank sontag but daryl strawberry was one of the speakers and he'll be speaking again if you want to catch daryl strawberry he'll be speaking at the core church at uh, pastor steve wilburn's church in west los angeles Core, just look up Core Church LA. Uh, they're on La Cienega Boulevard, and their services are at 8:30 a.m. and 10:30 a.m. Uh, Sunday morning. 
So if you get a chance, I would really encourage you to go out there. Daryl has a great uh, testimony. He has an amazing uh, ministry. Uh, so if you get a chance, if you're able to, get out to Core Church in the morning, 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. And uh, Daryl Strawberry will be speaking tomorrow at Core Church, L.A., Pastor Steve Wilburn's church. Uh, also, I encourage you, be, be in church wherever you have the opportunity to be. Okay? Let's do that. Let's be in church. Uh, well, we want to pray for some prayer requests that we have uh, already. I want you to pray with me, and let's just keep these people in prayer. They've asked for prayer. They need the Lord's touch. They need the Lord's healing. So we want to be faithful to pray for those who ask for prayer. I want to pray for Jeremy. Uh, he's uh, in the hospital right now. He's undergoing, he's, he had the chemotherapy, and hopefully he'll be going home from the hospital tomorrow. But he's also scheduled for surgery in uh, July. So we want to keep Jeremy in prayer that the Lord would heal him from cancer. We also want to pray for Beba. She is uh, recovering from a stroke, and she is in the hospital. We also want to continue to pray for Mimi, for Seth, for Valerie, for Kylie, and also for Dennis. So, uh, Father, we come before you, Lord, asking and seeking from the God who does abundantly, exceedingly beyond what we ask or think. Lord, you are so awesome. You are mighty and powerful, able to do all things, Lord. And I know, Lord, that you're working even as we speak, Lord, healing Jeremy. We thank you for your healing upon Jeremy. We thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing in his life, Lord. We pray that he would be a testimony to your glory, a testimony to your healing power, Lord. We pray for Beba for a complete recovery from the stroke, Lord, that every part of her body would function normally, Lord, that everything would come back to full function, Lord, in her thinking in her mind, in her speech, in her uh, uh, arms and legs, Lord, that she would be able to walk. Lord, I pray, Lord, that your healing would be upon Beba Mugodel. I just pray total and complete healing. We also pray, Mugodad, for, for Mimi, for Seth, for Kylie, for Valerie, for Dennis, Lord. We pray your blessing upon them, Lord. We pray for all of their needs. You know their needs, Lord. I pray, Lord, total and complete healing, total and complete uh, ministry, Lord, to, to these who ask and need the touch of the Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray for their physical wellness, their spiritual wellness, their financial wellness, Lord. I just pray that you would touch them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. <coughs> Excuse me. Think I'm coming down with a cold. I hope not. But anyway, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. We are Alive Ministries. We're here on the radio, in studio, ready to take your calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, call in the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. If you have a question about the Bible, about Christianity, if you have a question about salvation, yeah, I hope you would call. If you have not received the Lord, if you have not received Jesus Christ, if you haven't been born again, you know, Nicodemus asked the question, you know, 
to Jesus. And Jesus told him, you know, unless a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. So if that's a question in your mind, why do you need to be born again? You know, what does it take to be born again? What does it take to be saved? If that's on your mind tonight, if that's on your heart tonight, call in. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on the air calls. One more thing I need to mention before we go to our callers is we have a new resource at the Gypsy Christian Hour. Uh, if you haven't been able to uh, get on the air or if you uh, would rather email us your your prayer request, I encourage you, email your prayer request, email your question. The email address that you can reach us here at the Gypsy Christian Hour is Sammy N L A S A M M Y N like Nancy L A. That's Sammy N L A dot K K L A at Gmail dot com. So send me an email. We'll pray for your prayer request. I'll bring it here. We'll pray for it on the air. Send me your questions. We'll answer them here on the air. Every prayer will be every prayer request will be prayed for. Every question will be answered. I might not reply to your email, but we'll bring it here on the radio. So email us at Sammy, S-A-M-M-Y, N like Nancy, L-A, Sammy, N-L-A, dot, K-K-L-A, at gmail.com. I hope you'll write that down. Make a note of that. Send us your prayer requests. Send us your questions, and we'll uh, deal with it here on the air. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. The number is 888-995-5552. If you want to call in for your prayer requests, we'll pray live with you here on the air for anything of your prayer requests. If you have a question about the Bible or Christianity, call in tonight. Again, it's 888 888- Nine nine five, five five, five two. Let's go to our first caller, and we're going to talk to Mike. Hi, Mike. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi, Sam. It's good to hear your voice tonight again. Thank you. Thank um, you. It's good to be here. Sam, I just want to say thanks for all the prayers you did for me and my mom because she's been home now for a couple weeks and she's doing fine again with no problems. And I just want to say thanks, and maybe you can just say a thank you prayer to God for what He's done for me and my mom. Well. That's a great praise report, Father. We just come before you, praising and thanking you, Lord, for what you've done for Mike's mom. We thank you, Lord, for bringing her home from the hospital. We thank you for keeping her healthy. We thank you, Lord, for your continued blessing. And we pray, Lord, beyond tonight, Lord, that you would do abundantly, exceedingly. Lord, as Ephesians 3.20 tells us, Lord, you're able to do beyond what we ask or think, Lord. So, Lord, I pray, Lord, that we would have abundant blessing upon Mike's mom, and that you would keep her healthy, Lord, keep her home, and just bless her exceedingly, Lord. And we thank you, Father, for all that you've done, for all that you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. God bless you, Mike. Have have a good evening. You too. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. The number is 888-995-5552. Call in with your prayer requests. Call in with your questions. Let's go to our next caller. Talk to Jeremiah. Hi, Jeremiah. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. 
Oh, hi, Sammy. How you doing? Happy Lord's Day. Happy Lord's Day. How you doing? You doing okay? Oh, yeah, everything's okay. Just wanted to tell you, getting blessed. God bless me with some finances, but I'm not going to discuss it. But he blessed me with some good finances. Uh, just want to thank God for my new place. Um, I got a new place, like I told you. Remember that day I right. told you? Just want to thank God for everything. And then I'm learning new Hebrew names. Uh, let me ask you, you know that name too, right? Uh, ben, uh, what was it? Ben Elohim, that means the Son of God. Okay, yeah, I know the the, the, priest, the, the suffix Ben means the Son of. So uh, if it's Ben Elohim, then that would be the Son of God. Yeah, Ben Elohim. And then what was that? And, then, and there was another name, right? Uh, Agar called God. Remember when she seen God, I think El Troy or something, she said, you're the God who sees and cares. Mm. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure. I've never done a real intense study about the names of God. But I know, yeah, Elo- I know. Elohim, uh, Jehovah, uh, Yahweh. I mean, there, there are all multiple, kind also, you all kinds of names. names too, but yeah, there's Yahweh Shalom. But you know, a lot of names. But you and know, like, but you know, Jeremiah. There, you know, God does not really need a name. You know, when Moses asked God what his name was, he said, "I am." You know, God exists. There's only one God. There's only one God, and there's no other God before Him. He is the only God that there is. You know, it's not like He needs a name to. Uh, to differentiate himself from other gods. You know, we have names because uh, everybody really, truly, everybody looks alike. And uh, we all need names because we're not all the same person. But God, there is no other God. There is no anyone else beside him. There's no other gods. So when he told Moses, I am that I am, you know, that was to emphasize you know, that he is the only God. He's there. So we, when we pray to him, we don't have to call him by name because we can refer to him as our Lord, as our Father, as God. You know, these names describe God. Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Tzidkenu. These are all names that describe some of the attributes of God. Uh, Jehovah Jireh, the God, God, Lord my provider. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord my peace. You know, these are all descriptions of attributes of God, but there's only one God. He is who he is, and he is awesome and mighty and able to do abundantly, exceedingly beyond what we ask or think. I agree with you. He's even the risen one, too. All right, Sammy. Well, we need some prayer. I need need to get married for God to send my wife soon. Um, Let me see. For... uh, for me to get my Honda, for me to get blessed uh, with finances, for me to start buying and selling cars, motorhomes. And also, I want to thank God, too, because we never closed our church services since uh, since this pandemic. And I want to thank God because tomorrow is our last service in the old building, and we're going to go to another church, but also we're going to preach to another church till we buy a new building. So hallelujah for that. And I want to thank God. You know, we never closed down our services for the coronavirus. And I okay. want to thank God because the pandemic is on its way out. And then uh, then I had a question for you after that, if you could, a Bible question. But if okay. you could pray for me and, you know, well, I Lord, had a quick Bible question. Well, Lord, we thank you for being okay. the God who does abundantly, exceedingly beyond what we ask or think, Lord. We make our request known unto you, and Jeremiah is asking you, Lord, to 
be for your grace and your mercy, your power and your purpose, your will for his life, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you would bring the right person into his life, Lord, that he would get married. And I pray, Lord, uh, that he would receive all the blessings that you have for him, Lord, uh, whether it be a, Honda, a car, a Honda, or finances, Lord. I just pray, Lord, your blessing upon them, upon him, upon his mom. I pray healing upon them, Lord. I pray for your perfect will to be accomplished in every way. And we thank you, Lord, for their church. We thank you for all things, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. And then I had another question. Uh, so, like, let me ask you, what was the biggest sin in the Bible, like the first sin in the Bible? What is the first sin? Was it Adam and Eve? No, the first sin was when Lucifer rebelled against God in heaven. Uh, Lucifer was uh, one of the uh, archangels. Uh, it's thought that there were three archangels, Lucifer, Michael, and Gabriel. And Lucifer uh, rebelled against God, wanted to take God's place, uh, wanted to take God's throne, and his his sin was the sin of pride. Uh, the the Bible tells us that he looked at himself and he gazed upon his own beauty, and he said to himself that I will ascend above the Most High. Uh, you know he 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 uh, he rebelled against God, convinced one third of the angels to follow him in his rebellion, and God threw them out of heaven. And uh, then he, when he was thrown out, his his he changed from Lucifer. To Satan, uh, and his angels, those angels that followed him, became demons, and that though, that that uh, that's where they are today. There, there's uh, Satan and his demons, and they uh, roam the earth. You know, Satan says that Satan roams the earth, looking uh, like a lion who he can devour. So he is uh, the enemy of man, and uh, he was his was the first sin, the sin of pride. And then let me ask you, what is the most deadly sin in the Bible? What was the most deadly sin? You know, well, the, the most deadly, you know, the, the, sin is sin, and all sin is dead. It says the wages, Paul tells us that the wages of sin, any sin, is death. But the, but the free gift of God is, 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 is eternal life through Jesus Christ. So any sin is the most deadly sin. You break a commandment, you're guilty of sin. And we've broken all the Ten Commandments. So, you know, there's no, it says that there's, there's no one who hasn't sinned. It says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. <clears throat> Excuse me. So any sin is a deadly sin. And all men have sinned. And all men are, you know, all humanity. Every, we've all sinned. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We all deserve to go to hell. Really, we all deserve to go to hell. Because we've broken God's commandments. We've all sinned. So even if you've only sinned once in your life, that one sin, whether it be to lie or steal or commit adultery or lust, whatever the sin is, one sin is enough to take somebody to hell. We've broken God's commandments. We've broken his, we've transgressed against his law and we are deserving of going to hell. So any sin is the most deadly sin because any sin can send somebody to hell but the grace of god is able to break the power of sin through jesus christ and we have eternal life through jesus christ if we've received the lord if we're born again we are eternally destined to be in his presence well let me all right but let me ask you one question let's say you are a born again christian right 
and you got a and you got a bad habit, but every time you mess up, you ask him to forgive you, then God forgives you. But God does look at different situations. He looks at the circumstance. Well, I'm not gonna, you know, I, 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 I'm not gonna really comment on that because that's a, that's a slippery slope. You can't figure out what God does. You can't figure out yeah, how God is gonna handle a situation. You look at Scripture and you see what the what Scriptures say. Scripture says, it says that if you are in Christ Jesus, if you're born again, you are a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. We are to have a new nature. We're to have a new desire. You know, Christians are not perfect. Christians, you know, a Christian isn't sinless, Jeremiah, but a Christian is sinning less and less and less. We don't keep uh, sinning uh, over and over again the same sin. I mean, we, we sin we bring it before the Lord. We repent, you know, and we'll, to, to repent from sin means to turn away from sin. So we need to keep turning <clears throat> away from sin and start seeking God. God called us as Christians to be saints, to be holy, to be seeking him on a daily basis. So just because there is grace, that doesn't give us a license to sin, to say, well, this is a habit. I, do, I just need to, uh, I can keep doing this habit and keep coming to before the Lord and asking for, for, for forgiveness. No, it doesn't work like that. We need to repent from sin, turn away from sin, and stop sinning. You know, like I said, we're not sinless, but we sin less and less and less through the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay, Jeremiah? Okay, Sammy, God bless you. In God the name bless. of El Moshe, that means that God, God bless delivered. you, Jeremiah. God bless you. Good night. Okay, if you'd like to call in tonight with your question, if you'd like to call in with your Prayer request, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Let's go back to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Eric. Hi, Eric. You're on the UFC Christian Hour. Hi, Pastor Sam Nicholas. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Thank you for asking. Uh, Pastor, what is a saving faith? How can you have a saving faith? There's a faith that saves and there's a faith that doesn't save. Well, what do you mean there's a faith that doesn't save? I, I don't understand. There's a saving faith. Faith without works is okay. dead, James says. Yeah, faith without works is dead. Well, here's the thing. You can place your... It's not what faith you have. It's okay. where you place your faith that counts. Okay. Now, if you place your faith in your works... Well, that's not going to save you because no matter how good you are, no matter how many good works you do, you're not saved by your works. You can put your faith in your works. I'm a good person. Uh, I, I, I'm kind. Uh, I, 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 I'm charitable. Uh, I don't fight with anybody. I live at peace with all men. You know, all of your good works are good, but they're not good enough to get you to heaven. So that's what that, that's what that's that's what James means when he says oh, okay. okay now if you place your faith in Jesus Christ if you place your faith in him for your salvation if he is the lord of your life and you've come to him and asked him for forgiveness and you're born again well that's well placed faith because that faith will save you faith in Jesus Christ it says that with the mouth man confesses and with the heart he believes 
and that results in salvation. Paul tells us in Romans that if you have faith in Jesus Christ, you are saved. And that's what saving faith means. If you can have faith in Buddha, but that's not going to save you. That's not saving faith. You know, you can have faith in Allah, but that's not going to save you because that's not saving faith. Saving faith is in Jesus Christ because there's only one mediator between man and God, and that is the man Jesus Christ. Yeah. So if we put our faith in Jesus Christ, we're saved, we'll go to heaven when we die? Yes, absolutely. But what does it mean to put your faith in Jesus Christ? It means that you come to him trusting in him, knowing that he died on the cross and was raised on the third day. You believe all that, all that he says. And he says, if you, obey, if you love me, you will obey me. So we, we love him. We trust in him. We know that he was that he is the son of God, that he was raised on the third day, that he died on the cross to forgive us our sins. We come before him asking for forgiveness, believing in him for our, for, for our salvation, and we become born again. And that's what it is. And Jesus, how, do we receive, how do we receive the Holy Spirit inside of us? Well, as soon as you receive Christ, as soon as you believe in Jesus for your salvation, you receive the Holy Spirit. The moment you're born again, the Spirit of God okay. comes to live within you, Eric. Okay, the moment you believe in Jesus Christ, you receive the Holy Spirit? That is correct. Okay. And also, Pastor, my wife's cousin is a Jehovah's Witness. Will she go to heaven when she dies or no? Well, I can't judge who's going to go to heaven and who's not going to go to heaven. But let me yeah. tell you that Jehovah Witnesses, they don't believe in Jesus Christ as he is taught in Scripture. And Jesus said, if you don't believe I am who I say I am, you will die in your sins. So Jehovah Witnesses have a non-biblical view of who Jesus is. They don't believe That's that true. he's the Son of God. They believe that he's actually created my, as Michael, the archangel. That's true. Or is that the Mormons? I'm not sure. <laughs> they have yes, a they have yes. a skewed view of who Jesus is. They believe that oh, Jesus okay. is a created being. He's not created being. He's not the Son of God. Do you understand yes. what I'm saying? They believe Where that. Where did was, they get that idea? I I don't know. I know that uh, there was a man uh, in uh, Brooklyn, New York, who would not believe in a literal hell. Did not believe in a literal hell. Uh, Charles Taze Russell was his name, and he began the Watchtower publication uh, back in the yeah. early 1900s, and he had a very uh, distorted view of who Jesus is, and they don't believe in the Jesus of the Bible. So it's very hard for me to to believe that they are, that the teaching, well, I know that the teaching of, Je of the Jehovah Witness of the Watchtower cannot save anyone because it is, it is a right. non-biblical view of, of, of Jesus. So they are considered That's a right. cult. Uh, they are not uh, recognized by uh, the uh, Orthodox Christian churches as a true Christian church. They are part of the cults. Uh, another cult is the Mormons. Another one is the uh, United Pentecostal Church. These are all cults that that people should really stay away from and not and not uh, you know listen to their teachings. That's right. Okay, Pastor. And also, I smoke cigarettes. Is that 
Does that does that affect my faith? It doesn't affect your faith, but it affects your witness. It affects your testimony. You know, this is not this is not something that any Christian should be involved in. I know a lot of Christians that do, but it's not something that's, that that Christians are supposed to be doing. It's an addiction, and uh, the Bible calls us. God calls us not to be addicted or uh, to to any to any substance. You know. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Pastor Sam. God okay, bless right. you. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. Uh, we're all, all we, we're more than halfway through the program. So if you need prayer, if you need prayer, call in tonight. If you need to, the answer to a question, call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Nine nine five fifty five fifty two for the live on air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if somebody's in the hospital, if somebody's suffering from coronavirus, if there's somebody that the Lord is just putting on your heart right now, let's pray for them. Let's stand in the gap together for the loved one that you have, the loved one that's in your heart right now that the Lord is just putting on your heart right now to pray for them. Well, I'll help you pray. I'm here to help you pray. For those people who need prayer in your life or for yourself, for your husband, for your wife, for your child, your grandchildren, uh, your friends, your relatives, call in. The number is 888-995-5552. Let's go right to our phone lines and let's talk to JC. Hi, JC. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hello. Hello. Yes. Hello, President Yes. Yes, sir. This is JC. Yes, JC. How are you, Mr. Pennsylvania? Doing well. How are you doing, JC? Be good, good, good. The reason why I call you is because I just want to. I need to pray for me and my family as well. Well, let's pray. Father, we come before you, Lord, and I thank you for JC. I thank you for his faithfulness. I thank you for his devotion to you and your purpose and your plan for his life. So, Father, I pray your blessing upon JC, upon his wife, upon his family. Lord, I just pray your protection your hedge of protection upon them, Lord, that you would watch over them. It says in your word, Lord, that your eyes go to and fro, searching for men that will love and obey you, Lord. And J.C., Father, he's seeking you right now, Lord, and I know your eyes are upon him. So I pray, Father, that you would just bless him, keep him, protect him, Lord, and his family. Watch over his house, his family, his children, Lord. In Jesus' name, we thank you. We praise you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Sammy, and God bless you. God bless you, JC. Okay, let's go back to our phone lines. Let's call. Let's talk to Eddie. Hi, Eddie. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi, Sam. How you doing? Doing well, Eddie. How you doing? I'm good. I was at KMG. Did you go? Yeah, I was there today. I I, I was hoping that I'd run into you. Yeah, I know I couldn't make it, but uh, something came up. But anyway, um, I had a question. I called last week about these uh, girls that got ordained. Uh huh. We talked about it last week. Now, my question is: when when women get ordained, what's their position in the church? Well, you know, I don't know if there's a position of ordination for women in the church. Uh, I know that women have a place for ministry in the church, whether it's in choir, uh, they can, women can be choir leaders, women can be part of the choir, uh, women can lead worship, 
women can be teachers of other women in the church. The only place that I don't see a woman uh, uh, being or you know be, having a place of ministry in the church is as the lead pastor. Uh, mm-hmm. Paul prohibits says that w- women cannot be pastor of the church. Uh, that place right. is for uh, a, a man. And it's not because he's a man, it's just because uh, there's a, uh, a place that, that, that God has, has made for both men and women. Uh, it's, 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 it's not, you know, the, both men and women are equal. But the, the, the way God created men first as the, as the leaders, you know, it says that Christ is the head of the church, but the, that he's chosen men or men to be the leaders of the church. As they lead, as they follow Christ, we should follow them. And it's just that's, right. a, that's the place that, that, that God has ordained men to be the, the, the authority of the church because man was created first. And right. I, I believe a woman can, uh, like, be a co-pastor with her husband, but she can't be the lead pastor. She has a place of ministry in the church, but she doesn't have the lead uh, ministry of the church. So uh, I, I just believe that about, that's the about, biblical precedent. Yeah. Now, how about uh, Paula White and Joyce Meyer? Are they single, or do they have husbands, or what? I don't know. I know Paula White is married. Uh, she's married to a very uh, famous ex-football player. I forget his name. Uh, I don't know about Joyce Meyer. Uh, you know, they have uh, ministries that they that they are in charge of. Uh, I don't know if they're under the authority of their husbands or what. Uh, but I wouldn't. I, I don't listen to Joyce Meyer because I know she is or was a part of the Word Faith movement. So I don't, yeah. you know, I don't uh, listen to her much. I don't know that much about Paula White. Uh, I know there was some controversy about her a few years ago. Uh, but you know, I'm uh, I'm not a big listener of Paula White or Joyce Meyer. Uh, I recommend you know people like Greg Laurie and Jack Graham and. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Charles Stanley, uh, people that I know uh, have really good doctrine that you can be uh, 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 unafraid uh, that you know you're going to get good preaching, good uh, good teaching from them. You know, I was uh, at a yeah. church. I was at the Kingdom Men's Gathering today, and uh, mm-hmm. the pastor of uh, of God Speak Church in Newbury Park, Pastor Rob. Yeah. I was just blown away by his preaching today, by his teaching. Uh, about how we should react to uh, the government and what the government's place is uh, and what the Christian's place is. Uh, it was just amazing. I was blown away by his preaching today. I, I loved uh-huh. the, the sermon that he gave. Uh, I don't know him, but from what I heard today, and you know, uh, people like Frank, Frank Sontag uh, were there, and mm-hmm. they, uh, you know, he was endorsing Pastor Rob. And, uh, you know, uh, yeah. You know, so, so you, you you need to trust people that you know or that you know have has good doctrine, and uh, yeah. you know one of the reasons that uh, I can mention Pastor Rob is because I know Frank, and I know uh, Frank wouldn't take us somewhere where the preaching or the teaching isn't exact, you know, isn't biblical. Yeah, yeah, because I run into a lot of people, um, mainly a lot of uh, women that I know for many years in ministry, mm-hmm. and they always say they're 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 prophets, they're they're evangelists, they're licensed pastors, and I'm like, mm-hmm. really? <laughs> well, 
You know, I know. Well, you know, God has a special place for women in ministry. You know, there were lots of women who ministered in the Bible. You know, Deborah was a judge. Uh, Esther was chosen. You know, she was a she was a queen and chosen to save her people. God chose her to use her to save His people. So Esther was used by God. Deborah was used by God. Miriam was the choir leader. Uh, she was the sister of Moses. Uh, there was Aquila and Priscilla who were teachers uh, that Paul uh, endorsed and used and uh, was part of his ministry. So there were the, yeah. the three women who, who were the first to see Christ resurrected. You know, women have a prominent place in Scripture, in ministry, but not the lead place of ministry. Yeah. You know, not the right. pa- not you know, pastorship is not for women. Does that mean that women can't preach on television or can't have a ministry? No, it doesn't mean that at all. You know, uh, but yeah. it means that they need to have the need to be under the authority of their husband. Right. Okay. Okay, Sam. Thanks a lot. All right. God bless. Eddie. Well, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. If you want to call in tonight with a prayer request, we'll pray with you on the air. We'll seek the Lord's power and 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 and, and just have God. Let, we'll just seek God on your behalf. That's what I want to say. So let's seek God. Let's seek Him in His in prayer for your needs, for the loved one of your needs. I'll just tell you again. Ephesians three twenty says, "Now to Him." Who is able? God is able. Don't think that God can't. God can. God does the impossible. Now to him who is able to do, he will do it. He can do it. So to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Call in tonight, and we will seek the Lord on your behalf. 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for live on your calls, for prayers, and for questions. Let's go right to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to Sarah. Hi, Sarah. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're on the air, Sarah. How can we pray for you? Oh, awesome. Yes, I would love it if you could pray for me because I'm actually running for governor of California in the recall election. It's going to be happening in the next couple of months. Okay, well, let's pray. Father, we just pray for Sarah, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that your purpose and your plan for Sarah's life would be fulfilled, Lord. Lord, it's said in your word, Lord, that you establish governments, you establish nations, and you put into powerful places the people that you choose, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you would choose the next governor of California. And I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you, Sarah. Thank you so much. And I just want to say this is my first time ever listening to your call and being on it, and it's been such a blessing. Thank and you. I know that, is there any way I could pray for you really quick? Sure. Okay. Thank you. So, of course. 
And tell me your first and last name again. My name is Sam, Sam Nicholas. Okay, Sam Nicholas. Lord, I just thank you so much for Sam and the calling that you have on his life, Lord. And I just thank you for the blessing that he is to take time out of his schedule to just basically pray for your children and to be that voice of love and hope and freedom and just encouraging people. I just thank you for him being that sounding board, Lord. And so many times in this world, people feel alone or isolated, and they're just wanting a voice that's louder than theirs, Lord. And I just thank you that through you, Lord God, that Sam is able to be that voice. And so I just pray that you would continue to bless him. You bless his ministry. You bless his family, his finances. Lord, just bless every area of his life, Lord. And I just pray that the end of this year would be far greater than it's beginning, Lord. So please just bless him and encourage him. And I pray for all the people that are on this call tonight and all the people that are going to be on these future calls, Lord. I pray that right now that you would protect them, that you'd encourage them, that you lift their spirits and just let him know that he's doing an incredible job. So we just thank you and we pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sarah. God bless you. Thank you. Have such a great night. Thank you. Good night. Well, just a quick mention, uh, we are a listener-sponsored program here, and I hope you'll pray this week about uh, supporting us with your prayers and your finances. So as the Lord leads, I hope you can write a check or a money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour. That's GCH Ministries, the Gypsy Christian Hour. And you can send in your donations to P.O. Box 93917. That's P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. Uh, again, that's the Gypsy Christian Hour at P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. Whatever you send in will be greatly appreciated. Uh, small donation, large donation, whatever you can afford, 5, 10, 15, 20, 50, 100, whatever the Lord puts on your heart that you can afford to help us stay here on KKLA. Uh, all the, whatever you send in will be used to keep us here on the air. So I hope you'll consider that uh, in your prayers this week. So uh, also uh, tune in to KKLA or go to kkla.com and listen to our podcast page. Share our podcast page with somebody and also send your emails to Sammy NLA. Excuse me, Sammy NLA dot kkla at gmail.com let's go back to our phone lines and we're going to talk to vicky hi vicky you're on the gypsy christian hour well i'm gonna to have to put vicky on hold because there seems to be a problem there vicky i hope you'll hold on and or call us back i think we lost vicky let's talk to ron hi ron you're on the gypsy christian hour hi sam this is uh, Ron. We talked uh, um, a few months ago on the phone. Um, I'm from Torrance, um, but right now I am in the New York, New Jersey area. Um, wow, it's my, about four uh, o'clock. mother-in-law had an accident. Oh, I'm so sorry. Is she okay? Um, well, she's at, she's in the hospital right now. She she broke her sternum. She was mm-hmm. parking, and as she was parking, she hit a. She hit a uh, 
a wall and oh, um, my goodness. the airbag didn't go off, but she did break her stern. That's a little better, but right now with some other back problems and um, a really a breathing problem, she's in the hospital. And so, um, and what's her name? Uh, we're out here. We've been helping her for a couple months. And what's your mom's name? Um, it's my mother-in-law. She, her name is Jean. Jean. J-E-A-N. Well, let's pray for her right now. <clears throat> Father, we come before you. To the God who does abundantly, exceedingly beyond what we ask, and we bring Jean before you, Lord. We thank you for protecting her through the accident, but Lord, we need your healing after the accident. We need your healing upon what, about her, upon her breathing, upon her sternum, Lord. Whatever's going on in her body, Lord, from this accident, whatever needs to be healed, Lord, you know beyond what we know, Lord. You know beyond what the doctors know, Lord, and you're able, Lord, to heal her totally totally and completely. And we pray, Lord, for your grace and your mercy, your healing upon Jean from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord. And I, I pray for Ron, Lord, that you give him wisdom and patience, Lord, and just fill him with your spirit, Lord, to minister to his mother-in-law, to minister to his, to his wife, and to be the, the man of God that you've called him to be, Lord. I just pray your total and complete blessing upon this family. In Jesus' name, Lord, amen. Yeah, thank you, Sammy. God bless you, my brother. Let's go back to the phone lines and let's talk to Vicky again. Hi, Vicky. You're on the Gypsy Christian. Hi, how you doing? Good, thank you. Um, I just had a question for you. Uh, you said something about the Pentecostal uh, Oneness Church, um, that that was also a cult. And I'm um, just wondering, is it just not a good place because some of the teaching is wrong, or they're actually not really going to make it to heaven? They or, are. They know. are not. You know, they are not a biblical church. They're not uh, a Christ-centered church uh, because they don't believe. They don't believe in the Trinity. The Oneness Pentecostal or United Pentecostal Church, they do not believe in the Trinity. And the Trinity is one of the essentials of Christianity. We believe in one God revealed in three persons, and those three persons are eternally distinct, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They believe that the one God that they believe in changes himself, that the Father became the Son, and then the Son became the Holy Spirit. And that there are not three distinct persons of the Trinity. They they think that we as Christians, they think we believe in three different gods. Well, we don't believe in three different gods. We believe in the God of the Bible. And the Bible teaches that there's one God and three persons within the Trinity. So they are a, 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 a Christian cult because they deny the essential uh, doctrine, doctrinal belief of the Trinity. Do you can you understand that? Right, I get, yeah, yeah, and, I get it. And yeah, Jesus said, if you do not believe I am who I say I am, and he calls himself the Son of God. He says he is the Son of God. You know, uh, if, you not, uh-huh. if you not believe I am who I say I am, you will die in your sins. So I wow. don't believe the doctrine or the teaching. And, I'm, and, you know, this is not just Sammy Nicholas talking. I mean, this is all of uh, you know, Christian teaching uh, uh, christian denominations believe that the teaching of the of the uh, oneness pentecostal church cannot save anyone because it's not biblical and you'll you know you'll you'll find many many uh teachers preachers that will agree 
uh-huh. that the Oneness Pentecostal Church is a cult, and if you're in that church, get out of that church. You know, get into a Bible teaching of, uh, church that believes in the doctrine of the Trinity, the deity of Jesus Christ, the, the work of the Holy Spirit, that the, the the Bible is the inerrant Word of God. And here's another thing. You know, it's, it's just it's just not a good place to be because they don't teach the Bible the way the Bible should be taught. Okay. Mm. Okay. Thank you. So let me ask: Is why do you ask, Vicky? Are you in a church like that, or do you go to? A... Well, yeah, I am in a church like that, and they believe in the Son of God and Jesus died for their sins, and that they ca- they have to have the Holy Spirit in order to go to heaven. You know. Well, here's an, here's another here's another error. Of the church of the of their church, they believe that if you don't speak in tongues, you're not saved. Do you speak in tongues? Well, Do you speak in tongues, uh, Vicky? Yeah, but that's a gift for ministry, isn't it? That's not that's something a, that saves. That you. is a gift of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But if you ask your pastor if you can be saved without speaking in tongues, he will tell you, "No, you cannot be saved without speaking in tongues." That they believe that you have to speak in tongues to be saved. They also put they also put non biblical requirements on, on on dress and about makeup and about things like that. Uh, you know, they're legalistic in that sense. Uh, but can can this Paul Paul tells us that not every Christian speaks in tongues? And you know, right, Paul, right, Paul, he did say that. Yeah, Paul asked that question. But your church believes that you can't make it to heaven unless you speak in tongues. That's a requirement well, for going to heaven. I heard of people saying that, well, if a woman wears pants, she's going to go to hell. That's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> and making the men yeah. wear long sleeves. Well, you know, you can't wear sh- uh, uh, short sleeve shirts. Give me a break. Yeah. Or if women wear makeup. Yeah, so I would say, you know, uh, do, do do your due diligence. Research the, the doctrine of your church. And if it's not biblical, which it isn't, I would encourage you to get out of that church. And if you need a church, to, if you need a recommendation, let me know, and I will recommend the church for you. Okay. All Thanks, right. Sammy. All right, Vicki. Okay. God bless. Okay, bye. Well, let's go back to the phone lines. We've got time for just a couple of more callers or maybe just one more caller. We'll see. Hey, Dennis, thank you for holding. How can we pray for you tonight, my friend? Thanks for calling. My son, who lives in Newhall, was living in Tennessee with his wife and two sons, and he was scheduled to come back tomorrow. And uh, we we had a, a, a driver of, of, of a truck that was carrying two of his cars back to Newhall, and uh, he was supposed to call to make payment on the, on, the, on the two cars. He never called, and we weren't able to get in touch with him because he's probably staying in some hotel with his wife and two kids. And we're just concerned that they might go on a there's no foul play. They called the local hospitals in Tennessee where he was bleeding from.